0: What's up and welcome to With Their Forces Combined, a D&D variant podcast where we explore the quaint town of Cattle Creek. You're listening to
1: With Their Forces combined. combined.
0: With Andrew Kerkatsanis as your DM,
1: with Corey Gray as Wayne Lefty Boncho,
0: Alex
2: Kirkatennis as Ernie Debruchet,
1: and Tom Rideout as Monty
0: McFuzz. Last week, our detectives met up with Ernie's old pal, his arch-nemesis, and the woman of his dreams, or rather, his double-death visions. As they listed and looked at the books and journals and talked over their findings with their ghostly advisors, it seemed that Frankie Spiridian and L.J. McDonald trapped the red ghost in his own dungeon. Then Frankie shrunk the dungeon down and hid it somewhere in plain sight. Or possibly a different planar sight. Get it? So you guys just finished going through these journals... And um, discovering that LJ and Frankie shrunk down the dungeon is what you're gathering from them. And this was like a montage of Ernie and Lefty going through these journals.
2: And it was fucking hot, too.
0: (laughs) Droplets of sweat. Tony
1: wasn't with us. He was on the other side of the room.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Couldn't
1: be that hot. Come on.
2: I mean, I guess. If that's how you feel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm practicing empathy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, I guess our next move is to figure out where this dungeon is. How are we gonna do that? Yes, well, uh, that is a very good question because I don't want us heading out on a a wild goose chase.
3: Any ideas, Lefty? Like I always say, you're the brains of this operation.
1: Um, I don't remember from last week. Did Electra like indicate to us that she might like had any idea where this thing might be?
0: You haven't spoken with them about it. I assume you're sharing this information, but you just read that and kind of gathered that at the end of last week. Right, 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 right. Hey,
2: guys, we found this interesting news. There was some sort of dungeon
0: shrunk down like your tower.
1: Yeah, you don't have any idea where they might have put it, would you?
0: No, that's the first that I've heard of this shrunk tower, but Catherine says, well, my mother... This was her space when she was alive and Electra found a way of moving it basically to um underneath the library to for easy access for her and I mean there might be a clue into here as to where she would have hid this dungeon but this is the first that uh, that I've heard of it
2: All right well I guess I'll look around then and uh yeah I mean I don't know where I would start looking. I think I'm just doing a general search
0: for tiny dungeons. Uh, I mean, well, okay, like right um. here.
1: <laughs> Seems unlikely. <but> How tiny?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, even with your passive insight, um, you know that the like the shrunk down tower was a scale model, but it, it wasn't outrageously tiny, right? It was something quite substantial. Right. And that's kind of the magic that LJ alluded to.
2: No, Ernie's like turning over dust particles, looking for a tiny dungeon. <laughs> yeah, how tiny are we talking here?
0: <laughs> you guys hop on the magic school bus, and uh, it shrinks down, uh, and you go inside of Electra. But we're gonna get to the dungeon, obviously, if we have a magic school
3: bus
1: now. <laughs> Yeah, they could go
2: anywhere. Please let this be a normal field trip. (laughs) With Spirids? (laughs) No way. (laughs) I don't know if it's because of the closeness to the word skids, but I really do not like sparids. Weirdly, it made me
3: think of potatoes. Like it's not spuds, but spurids for some weird. Oh place. yeah, like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Feels like slang for spuds.
1: To me. <laughs> hey, can I get a basket of fried spurids, please?
2: <laughs> it, uh, it's uh, you know it's, it sounds like like uh, instead of waffle fries, that's like a way they <laughs> way they like make f- fries. You know what I mean?
3: Or just slang for fries, even just like yo, can I get some spurids? Um, I don't know. It sounds fry-like
2: to me. I mean, it's definitely in canon Western lingo for fries now. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: All we got to do now is shoot a Western film. <laughs>
2: they were
3: known for contacting
2: the dead and the best fried potato recipe in the town. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess... Well, it's Ernie. I guess I would sort of take a look around and and maybe scour Frankie's diary a bit more because that's the one that Lefty had, right?
0: Yeah, but it you remember that it kind of trailed off at the end. Uh, it, it's not a diary, just her um, right, writing right, right. about this... the Red Ghost. Yeah, 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 right. Okay. And it really wasn't complete, clearly. And you get the sense that maybe she died before she had a chance to actually finish the book. Like, that's kind of the mm. vibe that you get there. Right. As you look around the room, you see that it is uh, still a simple room with illuminating braziers. The walls are lined with books, taking the odd break for a trinket on bookshelves and for the fireplace in the center of one wall with a wooden mantelpiece atop, which sits four urns and a statue of a pyramid. The floor is made of neatly cut stone draped with woven carpet. And there's a table in the center of the room. So you're looking at these... Bookshelves. You see lots of books, uh, but you do know that Catherine and Electra and Tom have been kind of reviewing these to see if there was anything that could help. Right. So you don't think there's much in the books themselves. Okay. So mm.
2: the breaks for the odd trinkets, I think I'm going to take a look at the odd trinkets. Actually, I think Ernie would take them all down and put them all on the table and then... Um, after that, approach the pyramid on the mantelpiece and start to take that down too, very slowly, giving plenty of time for someone to be like, actually, that's <laughs> my dead grandmother. Maybe leave that there, you know? <laughs>
0: um, you don't get any uh, anything like that, no. Great. Right. then Excellent. he would mm-hmm. take that down and put that on the table as well. Uh, you see the four urns, uh, that if you go to remove those, you get... Actually, that's my dead grandmother there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those ones are my... Uh, you see uh, Catherine point right. at one of them. It's like one of those jars filled with
2: different colored sand. And and they're just talking about each, each individual layer. That That's my grandmother. That's my great-grandmother. Yeah, and then I would put, put the uh,
0: pyramid on the table and go, Are any of these a tiny dungeon? I mean, I I couldn't. Tell you, I don't, I don't know what uh, these items are. As I said, this was my mother's uh, place. Yes, yes. I haven't been here since, well, for quite a while. And um, when you told me of the troubles here, um, I rushed to find Electra as soon as possible. Yes, uh, and I appreciate that very much. Uh, uh, and I'm going to give a, um, I'm going to give an insight role for both Catherine and Electra here. Um, but I mean, if, I mean, if anything here was a dungeon, uh, I mean, this pyramid looks pretty conspicuous. I don't know where my mother would have even got this. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It seems a little out of place. That is one strange thing. And as you look at the pyramid, you notice that it looks quite real. It looks like it has some wears and tears on it as you examine it a little closer. And you think that uh, in the room, this is the most likely candidate to be a puzzle dungeon.
2: All right, Lefty, <laughs> you you still have that
1: key. Uh, yeah, I rummaged I in my pockets for, for that key.
2: Anyone got a <laughs> tiny mirror? Let's do this thing. <laughs>
1: I try to put it up to a tiny keyhole on the pyramid.
2: <laughs>
0: and then Catherine says, Are, are you sure
3: about this? Um, Honestly, ma'am, I have no idea what their plan is, but they're quite smart men, so I don't know. They might be
0: on to something. I just wanted to say that, well, Frankie and LJ locked up the red ghost for a reason. Is, is Are you sure you'd want to... Go in there, and even if you do go in there, what's the plan? Are you going to murder him, or...? Monty, do you want to take
3: this one? Well, I mean, this was your idea. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, I could start, you know, brainstorming things like, uh... I mean, we could... We could let Rusty loose and get him to find Buddy for us. That's probably not a good idea, though. I'm I'm just spitballing here. Um... Well, I don't know, Lefty, what's your plan?
2: <laughs> I, 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 sorry, Tom. I mean, it, you ended up making it funny, but I thought Monty would say something like, you know, we're going to wing it like we always do. <laughs> no,
3: he did that, but like metaphysically, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, right. He just uh, did that. He didn't say it.
2: <laughs> uh, much, much like the, um, Spirit of the uh, Thunderbird that was uh, in this room moments ago. I uh, uh, I think it would be a, a good idea to try and finish Frankie and LJ's work and bring this spirit peace. Oh uh, so no, right. The- yeah,
3: that was that was a good one. No, I I did catch that bid.
0: Bringing them peace. That's another great plan. And I mean no disrespect to you three, but my mother it was a powerful person and so was lj and they well they they spent a long time trying to find something significant to tame this red ghost but he was quite murderous back then and i don't know if this was a last ditch effort or or what the case may be but i i mean if you don't know how you're going to bring him peace i i don't know that it's such a good idea to go in there
2: well uh are we assuming that this uh pyramid is uh, going to play by the same rules as the tower because in that case that means that all six of us can go <laughs> in which case mine and elect- oh, I
0: I, uh, I I am not going in there no fucking way
2: uh
1: come on tom you're uh you're a brave man, aren't you? I am very clearly not.
2: Come on, Tom. The aliens built the pyramids, right? Isn't that what everyone's saying? <laughs> uh, it is
0: uh, very exciting. I am not going in there with a murderous ghost. Uh, you could go fuck yourselves. Well, that's fair. Whoa, Tommy. Feels,
2: I am very
0: passionate it. about this, Ernie. I am not going in there with a murderous ghost.
1: Come on.
2: All right, well, there's no need to abandon our very cordial relationship. You could have just said no, it's fine.
0: I tried that, and then uh, this fella over here, uh, your very good... uh extraterrestrial Fred uh, ha- has uh, said uh, come on. So I, I was just uh, trying to be uh, clear.
3: Actually technically Mr. Ladong L- you actually said no three times uh, just just to help you out there. It was actually there was a third no <laughs> as well in there. Oh uh, uh, thank you
1: very much. Yes that's
2: correct. <laughs> Alright well uh, sit. Well I mean um, like
1: c- could I I don't know like maybe insight the, the prophecy poem that I read to see if there's anything that might indicate what this red ghost might be after.
0: Uh yeah. Why don't you give me an insight on the prophecy in general? Uh
1: excellent. That's a 6.
0: Um you you can't really gather anything further from what you understand. Um but one thing you do know just with your basic intelligence looking at this prophecy and uh, reading it once over and then and then speaking with your group in front of you and kind of brainstorming this prophecy, it doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the Red Ghost. The two things seem unrelated, but the way that they are being related in front of you is that Genie is presumably putting on this persona, this costume. I'm, I mean, uh, looking at this thing, the, the only thing that uh, seems to maybe involve... Uh... Uh, Dusty is—is is this enveloping chaos? But it seems like it's—it's it's this magician, this magician of cutting, that's—that's that's controlling everything and 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 kind of imbuing this chaos. And and I—I uh, think we could s- if we stop the magician and then and then deal with the chaos. You know, unless we're trying to fight chaos with chaos, which I mean, uh,
2: I mean, it worked in all those movies. Uh, No, (laughs) Ernie doesn't say that. So, like, clearly the magician in the prophecy is the guy in the red cloak at the top of the mountain. Right? The person, I guess. Where does Zini fit into all of this?
0: Well, I mean, you, you you found this, like, costume in her closet, right?
2: Yes, but I thought we had dismissed the possibility that she was the actual one. But did I make that up? But she had a, a duster, not a cloak,
0: right? Right. That's this duster right here. Yes.
2: So she was imitating Dusty. To what end?
0: Uh, why don't you give me an insight roll? All right. That is a 13. Um, and why don't you roll it with advantage? Um, uh, Tom's going to give you the help action. Is he? Uh, that's an 18. Uh, Tom Ledong. Not uh, Monty. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. And you think that maybe that was like an original costume, and that maybe she got a better one done? Um, oh it, shit! It's
2: like Spider-Man sewing their own costume vibes. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> I got gotcha. you. It makes sense. Like it tracks that um, you found all this incriminating shit in Jeannie's room. So it makes sense that she's at the very least involved in this somehow and whether or not she's the person in that cloak, you believe that's an impersonation because you think that the real red ghost is trapped in this pyramid that you have.
2: And we discussed when the planes uh, become closer together and I forget where we landed on that as well. Do you remember what I'm talking about, Andrew? I
0: don't follow what your question is. No. We
2: talked about, is there like a time when the planes are more close together than uh, that's coming, right. coming up yeah, soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: right. And Tom said that he would look into it and, and get back to you.
2: Right, I remember that.
0: Okay. But I mean, as I'm looking into that, uh, like, what do, what do we need to do with the me time? I mean, I'll, I'll be spending my time doing that. Uh
2: Yeah, so you should look into that. We need to figure out where the fuck
0: Zini is because... Well, I mean, you could find her now or you could go when everything aligns. It might be easier to uh, pinpoint the where she is going to be rather than the where she is now.
2: Right. And how would you suggest we do that? Well, I'm saying I've taken care of that.
0: Is there anything else that you need to do? That's oh, that's... you're
2: figuring out where it is and when it is. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Tommy. Well, uh, but, uh,
0: yeah. the the where is is probably going to be um, the uh, where top you of guys the fucking f- mountain exactly. again. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Yes.
2: Okay. Right. 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 Okay. So, what else do we need to wrap up, Lefty? Monty?
1: Well, I mean, there's a whole field of bovines up there that we could go and. You know, liberate?
2: I guess we could do that.
1: <laughs> I mean, the other thing we could do is... Uh, we still haven't talked to uh, Railroad Rogers to see what, you know... <laughs> what their opinion is on all these <laughs> matters.
2: Uh, yes, I- I'm trying to remember uh, loose things that we were going to look into. Because I feel like it all sort of ends with Ginny. Because Buddy's going to be with Ginny, I'm assuming... We don't know where Jordan is, but I feel like it's probably with Zini. Although maybe not. I'm not sure about that.
1: Um, did did we read in one of the journals that he was heading up the mountain?
2: Well it just said it just said I need to go find him. Oh. But this line in the in the prophecy that says with the aid of the bloodline wheeling or other makes me think that, you know, I mean I think that's in reference to the McDonald. So does maybe old McDonald know more than he's saying? Or is that just a straight up reference to Ginny? Or maybe Jordan has yet some part to play? Yes,
0: I too was looking at this line, and it is strange. I mean, I've gone over this prophecy for years, but well it seems like this is more refined Translation. I'm curious where this came from, but it references the bloodline, not the magician's bloodline. So I wonder if there's some important bloodline for this. I don't know.
2: Well, okay, so that has to be in reference to uh, the bloodline of Dusty Crackjaw's main enemy, right? The, The revenge. He's all about the revenge plots. (laughs) He's murdering people for things they have done wrong to him. So maybe let's try and find some of the things because that will help us solve... uh, Wait a minute,
3: wait a minute, wait a minute. But if if Rusty's trapped inside the pyramid, doesn't it mean it's like an imposter, Rusty, who's going around killing people?
2: Yes, but but I think if uh, we're talking about things we could do that aren't genie and end of the world related... I think this is one of them, because we then we can come back and give Dusty... Uh, and <laughs> you do hear Ernie put like a, a delicate enunciation on the word, but doesn't actively correct Monty. We can maybe bring Dusty some peace, and then perhaps it might have something to do with uh, solving this mystery once and for all. After all, the McDonald's are involved, the Spiridians are involved... There's a, another tiny building that we have to go through. It feels very uh, like something we should maybe do, you know?
3: Wait, hold on. So you're telling me that Rusty Crackjaw's name is Dusty? God
0: well, uh. goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I don't follow your logic there, Ernie, about Dusty's bloodline. I agree that you could look into his past. I don't know maybe we could find some books on him, but I, I've i already gone through the library and at least I, I think I have. So you know that Frankie went through this process of trying to bring Dusty to peace. Um, You're almost going to say Rusty, admit it. <laughs> I, well, all right, sure. And so she was trying to look through her history to figure out um, how to do that. And uh, ultimately, again, decided on this solution, thinking that maybe Dusty was too difficult, essentially. He was causing more issues than was worth letting him rampage. And they needed a solution quickly. So essentially what these books have warned you is that um, the Red Ghost is dangerous. The Red Ghost is vengeful. And seeks out those who have wronged him. And that's kind of like the gist that you get in reading all of this information. And in this journey in order to bring peace to the Red Ghost so that they would stop terrorizing Cattle Creek, Frankie and LJ ultimately decided to imprison them for good. So that's the base of this information of the Red Ghost. So the general vibe that you're getting from Electra and Catherine is that... Like leave trapped ghosts, let trapped ghosts lie. But that's I, I think that would be their advice, uh, the conclusion they come to. But at that same breath, they would say, if you can bring him peace, you may be able to. But uh, again, be wary of the red ghost. And Tom Ledong would say, but I mean, if you brought him out, do, do you think that he you could maybe fight the chaos with chaos like you said? Well, I mean, as long as we're brainstorming,
3: you know, hear me out. I think Mr. Lodon's got a point. All right, so, like, Dusty Crackjaw, he's the, the killer ghost. He's imprisoned. Now, this asshole with, with Ernie's knife who cuts through, you know, the air and shit, he's trying to pretend that he's, like, Dusty, and we don't know how to catch him. But, like, if Dusty's all about revenge, you know, maybe if we let Dusty go, then, you know, wouldn't the real Dusty want to take revenge... On the guy who's doing the fake dusty, but like doing it wrong, and then maybe that'll bring peace. I don't know.
2: It's a uh, remarkably close to my theory, my friend.
0: <laughs> I like it. Monty kinda of shrugs. Oh, it sounds like a an interesting plan. <laughs> that wasn't a plan,
3: ma'am. That was just an instinct. <laughs> Monty lights up a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, I'll tell you this much If anyone was watching or listening to this It would make for very exciting Watching or listening
0: I mean I, I guess so One thing that you said earlier And I just want to clarify um, I I made the puzzles in the Spiridian manner. I have no idea what's in this Pyramid But my guess is they would be Different than our tower well, from where I'm sitting, that sounds pretty good. Yes, I know. You see a little television playing of your guys' trials. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so people are watching slash listening to this. <sighs> okay, well, look. I think we go with the Monty instinct. I just don't know what else we can do at this point. At least if we're here. Wait, wait. Is this one of those things where then if we go in, maybe there's a chance of letting him out without us, you know, and he switches places with us and we get trapped in there forever? (laughs) Ah, yes.
0: The reverse genie switcheroo. I knew
2: there would be a proper title for it.
0: It's happened so many
2: times.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean,
3: I think that goes without saying, friend. You know, if we walk into a dungeon, you know, there's a chance we might not leave that dungeon. That's just basic rules of You know, dungeons. Fair play. I mean, uh,
0: I've never heard of anything like that. Ernie, where do you read these things?
2: Uh, I've got a crazy (laughs) book collection. I mean, it's very modest. It's very (laughs) modest.
0: Yes, Ernie likes to steal my books, and uh, I pretend like I don't notice.
1: (laughs) I mean, I keep trying to explain to the guy that he can just, you know, borrow them and bring them back as many times as he'd like. But
2: Wait, 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 wait. You've been faking this whole time? Well, not the whole time. That's so insulting. (laughs) Here, take your books back. (laughs) And Ernie (laughs) takes all the books
0: and puts them on the desk. Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you steal like three books!
2: I mean, to be fair, it's supposed to be a messenger bag, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know how many. It's a magic messenger bag, sure. Fine. <laughs> well, that's. I just now. pictured
3: it was really full. I always pictured it being like stuffed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also had that image in my it's, head. It's like that sixteen or sixteen books like falling out. Yeah. It,
2: it's that many, and then Ernie takes his hat off and dumps another thirty-two. On. <laughs> <laughs> we go back
1: upstairs. All the shelves are empty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, look, um, we've we've been sitting here reading for a long time, but as we all know, sometimes the time for books is over. I think we'd jump into this tower. Who's with me? And by tower, I mean pyramid. God damn it. <laughs>
3: I mean, if we think it'll help, then I
1: say we do it. I mean, a pyramid is like a, the tower of the olden days and as I said before, I will not be joining you. Understood, Mr. Ladong.
3: A wise decision, I imagine.
0: And yes, I I don't believe I'll be able to join you as well, says Catherine. Electra? For old time's sake?
2: I fear I won't be very useful in there. Do you need a quick tire pump?
0: Uh, no. Thank you, Ernie. Alright. Then the three (laughs) of us it is. (laughs) Uh, I, I can help you Get in the pyramid. I I believe um, I've gone over all of this with my mother and I think I think I'll be able to do that. But we'll need to do it upstairs. All
2: right.
1: Should we maybe do this a little bit away from the town so that, you know, in case something does go wrong with the pyramid that it's not directly within the town limits?
0: You know, that's not a bad idea.
1: Perhaps on top of the mountain. Seeing as we're thinking that maybe you know that that could be where we uh, have our courageous battle,
0: that's interesting. At at the very least, somewhere by the water, I I agree.
2: Oh, we should do it where the old tower was, on that little uh, outcropping. That's quite nice to look at the town from. You know, that's
0: not a bad idea either. All right, and Electra stands up and um. Uh, <laughs> Starts walking up the stairs, and Catherine says, Nice to see you all again. I hope to see you on the other side of all of this.
2: I hope to see you a little bit of time in between the other side of this. <laughs> I, I don't want to die, was what I was getting at.
3: <laughs> ah, yes, of course. Yes, i uh, pleased to meet you, ma'am. And I tip my hat. Monticor, lovely to meet you. Well, now, hang on. Who told you my name is Monty Oh, you friends. <laughs>
2: oh, I thought it was going to be the Sarge for sure. <laughs>
3: Mon- Monty like cat pouts for a moment. at this.
1: <laughs> Good seeing you there, Pilgrim.
2: You as well. Yes, Catherine, <laughs> thank you. And Tom, thank you for all your help.
0: It's not over yet, Ernie. I'll see you soon. Um, please don't release this <laughs> vengeful beast uh, and uh, have it... Uh, murder the entire town please thank you
2: we'll do our best also one last time you sure you don't want to come
0: (laughs) Uh, and Tom walks out of the room as as he
3: walks out Monty goes and once again I apologize for my compatriots asking you four times and ignoring your wishes Mr. Ladong
0: are you
2: absolutely sure
0: (laughs) Uh, you see all three of them have left the the building at this point (laughs) (laughs) have left this room at this point
1: Hang on a minute, if this ghost is out for revenge, then... You know, if it goes and kills the whole town, then doesn't that mean the whole town is deserving of revenge? Monty
3: takes a deep drag and goes, Exactly. And if the smartest man I know thinks that, then I feel slightly less dumb, and I think we should
0: do this for sure.
2: Let's fucking do this.
0: And you guys go up the ghostly steps. You feel... Um, almost like your life get pulled back into you.
2: Oh, that old feeling?
0: <laughs> and you see, uh, in front of you is Miss Crabbington. She doesn't quite look like who you saw in the... She doesn't look the same as she did
2: in that room downstairs. Exactly. In this, in the spirit realm room. The S double R, if you will.
0: Uh, and she says, well, lead the way. Ernie starts walking. <laughs> Where are you guys heading?
1: I think we decided on that, like, outcropping, or the the spot by the river. Yeah, so I guess, like,
2: vaguely up to Old McDonald's place.
0: Okay, so, as you guys leave the library, you look around the town, and again, it's been quite quiet since you've got back, but it seems almost dead silent right now, which is quite strange. this don't feel right. So we maybe pop into
2: Hadfield's house and see what's up? Maybe at least check the mailbox.
1: Or maybe
3: we should go to the hotel bar and, you know, see what the, the vibe is. Maybe someone's wrong.
2: Yeah, I think uh, both of those are good. I think Hatfield's house is first. We'll check the mailbox on the way and then hit the hotel.
0: You guys walk by Officer Hatfield's house um, and you look at the mailbox and you see that the flag is down.
2: Fellas, I, I've got a bad feeling about this. I think we should check mm-hmm. on her anyways.
3: I mean, I got a bad feeling too, but that's why I wouldn't mind popping by the hotel and seeing if we hear about any problems. But I suppose we could. Uh, I don't know. Something don't feel right.
2: Yes. uh, All right. Well, if you think we should go to the bar first, let's do that first.
0: Okay. So you guys start walking toward the hotel bar. Uh, Again, this similar like ghost town-ish vibe all the way there. Uh, you guys walk in, I assume. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I follow. And what are you, what are you looking for? I guess
3: just to see like how many people are there. First of all, if nothing else, like is it look? Does it look like is there no
0: one there? Is it busy? Like, uh, you see, between? you see Jess at reception, uh, and you see Golden Tooth behind the bar, but you don't see any customers. You uh, sorry, yeah, Golden Tooth's uh, on a bar stool in front of the bar.
2: Golden Tooth, what's uh? What's going on? Where is well,
0: everyone? Ah, uh, Ernie, uh, well, you guys know what's going on in town and it's kind of scared all the traveling folk away. Sure. Has, has anything, uh, any
2: new developments in the last little while? Uh,
0: um, no, I, I mean, most of my information I give from patrons and traveling folk and well, we, uh, as I said, we haven't had many traveling folk in here. Mm, so I guess word must be spreading around then, huh? Yeah, I, I guess so. It's uh, it's uh, it's too bad. It's been really hurting our business. I don't know how much this... Uh, well, it's a three-story building. I don't know how much longer we can uh, keep this building running without any customers. Although, to be fair, I'm now wondering, Cattle Creek, <laughs> like... He must just own the land.
3: Like, what expenses does he have? You know? <laughs>
0: All, well, all of these employees that you're paying. Uh, you're right about it. Well, I'm more worried about my job, Monty.
3: That's fair though. Yeah, his job is definitely a risk. No,
0: no. Sense. Let's get into the
2: into a discussion about the land tax for <laughs> sure.
1: That's what people do. That, that was
3: for. part of my thought. I was like, do people do people even pay taxes out here? Like cattle creek has struck me as a. You know. Yeah, no. Like yeah,
1: we I haven't even heard please. tell of a mayor around here. I do not think they're collecting taxes? <laughs> Old McDonald's oh. the closest thing there is to a mayor.
3: Yeah, followed by <laughs> Willie Wilcox and no. Railroad R- Rogers. <laughs> no, so. no,
2: no. What are you talking yeah. about? There's there's multiple mares at the farm. Uh-huh. They breed <laughs> them with the studs, and the, that's how they create foals. Come on, man. Just because it's the not cows doesn't mean you don't have to give a shit about them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it means, Bernie.
0: <laughs> and as you guys are kind of hanging out in here, uh, why don't you give me... Um, Perception checks Very loosely
2: hanging out Um, uh, That's a 20
1: Uh, Also 11
2: I can't roll above 10 on perception As you said a couple episodes ago though Monty, it doesn't really matter Because I'm always getting a 20 on perception
0: Uh, Ernie, as you guys are talking this over with golden tooth You get just the faintest glimpse Of purple through the window
2: Oh, those bastards! The Purpletons are back, and by back I mean they're outside.
3: Well, hey, maybe they'll buy some drinks, get you some business.
0: And actually, as you uh, as you turn to look at the window, you see the purple move away. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you bastards! Uh, they're like they can't hear you. You don't think they they'd be able to hear you? Wait,
3: hang on. But where are the Purpletons staying? Not to anyone in particular. Like Monty just says that to himself and starts scratching his chin. <laughs> I
0: think Ernie. Ru- I think Ernie runs outside. Nice. Yeah, you you run into these two. You see two of the um, underling Purpletons. Hey, what are you two up to? <whistles> you hear them whistling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your innocent whistling doesn't fool me.
0: <laughs> Why, uh, nothing. Uh, that's not <laughs> what they
3: sound like. I was <laughs> like, should they sound like your oh, like If a big it was it would have
0: somehow been even more ridiculous. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was. see? Why you nothing, kid? We was just loitering outside. <laughs> what are uh, What are you guys up to? Huh?
2: We just went to a bar. Why are you following us? Ernie's really
0: leaning into a seven charisma. What do you mean? Why are we following you? You guys were the guys on the case. You guys said that you would come back to tell us uh, everything that you found after you talked to Officer Hatfield, and then uh, you guys just fucked off. So we are trying to find you. What's your passive insight? Uh, fourteen. Um, you you would even think that they're trying to, um,
2: that's like a reasonable excuse, but that's not what they're they were actually doing.
0: No, they 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 were trying to follow you guys to see if they uh, t- any leads on this, like what's going on.
2: Listen, uh, I'll tell you right now, I don't know what I don't know.
0: And I'll tell you right now, if you don't start talking to us, we're going to have to execute the boss's orders. And what would those be? Well, he said he would arrest you.
1: <laughs> I think Lefty actually laughs at that.
3: <laughs> I think Monty, like, stayed at the bar <laughs> through this exchange. <laughs> he didn't, like, even go out
2: with her. <laughs> you guys are clearly, uh... Clearly what? No more than you're letting on. That's not true. I'm rolling deception. That's a ten. I mean, that's what the word clearly means, isn't it? Listen, my friend, I don't know what you think we know, but we don't know half as much as you would like to know.
3: That's the moment Monty looks up, but he doesn't move off the stool (laughs) yet.
0: He looks up and acknowledges what's happening, though. I I don't know. What that could possibly mean, but either way, you folks are under arrest. Uh, and they go to pull out their handcuffs. Uh, I'm gonna use. Hang
1: on, I gotta look up how this works again. Uh, it's an ability called. Oh man. Uh, Limited telepathy on, uh, Ernie. Okay. Uh, so I have the ability, inherent ability to, pr- to project my mind in order to influence the minds of others. I can telepathically communicate words, sounds, and images to any creature. Um, okay. so I'm gonna use that to tell Ernie, uh, do you think these guys might wanna, you know, come into the pyramid with us? We could use them as like fodder or whatever maybe. <laughs> and I, I look for like an affirmative or
2: anything. Uh, I think Ernie nods, like sort of looks at lefty and nods and says, All right, all right, gentlemen, we were just on our way. We think we know what's going down. In Cattle Creek,
1: it is very time sensitive, though. So we need an answer now, and we need to like we need to get moving. You don't got time to pack your bags or anything.
0: Okay, roll me. uh, I think I'll take Deception or Persuasion. I think it's a little bit of both. All right, and am
2: I doing this and being assisted by Corey? Um, Why don't you both roll me one? That would (laughs) would be that would be great. (laughs) That's a three. So take her
1: Uh, home. That is uh, sixteen.
0: Okay, okay, well, we, um, we're willing to hear you out, we haven't, we're coming up blanks, like, just tell us anything, guys, we really don't want to arrest you. We don't want to get arrested <laughs> by you, so...
1: Alright, let's go, and I'll look in through the window to see if Monty's still Yeah, Monty, out. like...
3: Stood up when the handcuffs came out, but then when you guys started talking, he didn't immediately okay. draw
0: his gun.
1: I- I'm gonna wave you out of the bar.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Crabbington is like awkwardly <laughs> standing beside Monty as well, <laughs> not sitting down. <laughs> In that case, I just
3: for comic effect, I'm gonna add, if anything, like Monty, like without even looking at her, like kind of out of the side of his mouth, was like, "Now you listen here, Miss Crabbington. If the bullets start flying, you get behind the bar." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay.
0: Yes, of course.
3: And then when and then when it calms down, tosses in a little like, "Well, thank God it didn't come to that, ma'am," and just like <laughs> hand away from the holster, and then like slowly starts walking towards the other two.
0: Yeah, I, like after you said that, uh, Golden Tooth like went to duck behind the bar, anyways. Yeah, and <laughs> nice, then, nice. Then stood back up when you gave the all clear, and they join you outside, and you guys make your way up to. I are you? How are you getting there? Are you going through the tunnels? The yeah. Tunnels? So
2: what? What Ernie would propose is to stay away from the McDonald house and to go to like that, um, uh, what was it, like manhole kind of thing uh, on the north side of the path uh, that we went in, the f-
0: that I saw the first time when fucking Tuckles went in there. Okay, but that's, e- it is east of the house, but it's like clearly on their property too, right? And you remember you like went through their cellar as well, like the McDonald's cellar.
2: No, 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 but not. Oh, oh, I understand. I understand what you mean. Through that path, along the route. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. These are presumably uh, trained detectives, um, and would likely be able to put those things together if you wanted to take that route. I will also say that you. I think this is a bit of a visual puzzle. You know that you could take, um, like, go around on the outside, but you'd have to make your way basically following the riverbank yeah Monty wouldn't think to like say that but like
3: yeah. well that
2: was the yeah yeah that was the other one I was thinking about I, I guess yeah I feel like Ernie
0: would think of that though, reasonably. Yeah, yeah It's I not know, like do uh, one or the other. It's just whether or not you care. It's just yeah, something that yeah, no, I, I, I think, think would be obvious. I, yeah,
2: I think Ernie would suggest that they. Well, my my point was that we avoid the McDonald House to begin with, right? So yeah. like, well, you're uh, leading the
3: way too. So yeah. You could really just like you wouldn't even have to say anything, right? Like you could just if Ernie thought that, you yeah. Know what I mean, you just go that way, and no one's probably gonna
2: decision making <laughs> skills. I got you, Tom. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, yeah, I think Ernie would just do that and go along the north side of the river on the south side of the McDonald property. We'd probably have another cattle fence interaction, and then we'd be there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are, are you interacting with the cattle fences? Personally, no.
2: <laughs> lefty?
1: I mean... I... Lefty? Lefty. After first turn look, I'll, I'll not do that this time.
0: Not that not I'd right know. Why don't you give me a sleight of hand check?
1: Sure. Uh, it's a ten. Um, it, it is it is invisible. I don't know if that
0: it doesn't it have somatic components or is it just verbal? The verbal would be another thing potentially, though. <laughs> uh,
1: so with, with the with the feet, uh, I I can cast Mage Hand without the need for verbal or somatic components, and and I can make the oh well.
3: right, okay. Last
0: time it was that we noticed the
3: gate, but I don't know. I think it's possible. Like, then Monty's just watching the gate as we pass it.
0: It was a one, a nat one the last yeah. time. I, I think with the ten, they notice the gate going. They give you that stern look. Sure. Um, and then that's when you sheep. Oh, we're
3: in
1: a hurry, though, fellas. can can turn around for some gate. But since we technically
3: don't see it, Monty might do it like, now that better be the wind. <laughs> but if not, you have a chance now to close this gate and focus on what's more important right now. And then we can worry about this whole cow situation.
1: I mean, we're in a hurry. I don't got I don't got time to close any gates.
3: (laughs) Monty goes and closes
0: the gate. (laughs) What are you guys going on about?
2: Yeah, I love this this ongoing opinion of the Purpletons of us. It's probably (laughs) outrageous.
3: (laughs) As as Monty closes the gate, he just says out loud without even looking at the purpletons, like, what's going on right now is a question. Question about fences and living things that well, men maybe need to ponder. <laughs> if he closes the gate and lashes it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Purpletons, you fellas are you know, men of the law. Have you ever known a, a prisoner who enjoys being imprisoned?
0: <laughs> oh yeah old no. No we didn't, no, no we never met one.
1: No. That's what I thought and uh but you know, some people don't don't agree with me and I suppose that's all right, but
3: you know, sometimes the in the war, some of the prisoners, you know, who gave up information were treated all right, they seem like after a while maybe they didn't hate it. You know, <laughs> some doctor had a name for it, Swedish syndrome or something.
0: <laughs> There's no way that term would have existed, but I had to. And you guys uh have this uh, very light conversation <laughs> as you walk uh <laughs> Walk towards this spot and Electra grabs the pyramid from you, puts it down right in the center of this field. You see her wave her hands over it fluidly and you see white magic come out of her fingertips and swirl around this pyramid. Um, And as it does so, you see it start to grow in size and expand to a giant pyramid. And that is where we're gonna end our session. Cool. What?
2: <laughs> See, I told you all. The heroes, not Ernie, are gonna save him.
3: I still don't get it, Jim. Are you trying to say that Dusty Crackjaw is like the damsel in distress?
2: God damn it, Riley. Dusty Crackjaw is not a damsel. He's a powerful and brave hero with a soul that believes in freedom. Starting with his own freedom, of course. No way, Jim. I bet they're gonna get hoisted by their own batards. I already said Dusty wasn't a damsel. He doesn't even wear a petard!
3: A petard is a type of bomb, Jim. That's like 7th grade math. You know, that isn't math, Riley. I respect your opinion, Bob, but that's exactly what Donnie said right before he put the wrong amount of gunpowder and got hoisted by his own petard. I mean, that's a fair point, Riley, but I would still call that chemistry. Jesus, con! You're right, Bob. I just got confused because I had the same teacher for math, chemistry, physics, and artillery.
2: Uncle Mickey was real sharp. Look, you guys are letting petards distract you from the real issues. Don't you see it? The Purpletons are the bad
0: guys now.
1: That doesn't make any sense, Jim. Detective Yorkland's a Purpleton, so the Purpletons can't be the bad guys because, uh
0: because you're wrong. And more importantly, on timeout, how many times do I have to explain this?
2: As many times as you want, Detective. I ain't gonna listen. People been trying to tell me things I don't want to listen to my whole life. But I don't listen to them. Because my ears are big, floppy, and free.
0: Careful, Mr. Withersby Boobadoo. When the goose comes back, I will not hesitate to inform him and his taser of your non-compliance. The
2: moose attack will lead to interstate uniform laser violence. I, I wasn't listening, but that doesn't make any goddamn sense, Detective. Why would something marketed to ladies include cars, fight scenes, and laser guns? You know
0: that isn't what I said, you time out
2: Wrong again, Detective. I don't give a shit how many Moose bankrolled the project. I don't buy it.
3: Obviously the Moose didn't build the Magic Pyramid Prison, Jim. They don't have exposable thumbs.
1: Yeah, like it was probably built by the Zitter or the Saurians, depending on which of the hero Man's characters end up being the honorable guys and uh, which ones end up being the correct guys.
0: But what if honor and correction aren't sides? What if they're just footsteps? Because the funny thing about feet and steps is that they both can step foot over a line. And if you can step over a line, then you can cross from side to side. And if you can cross from side to side, then the sides can cross themselves because a side can never step unless the side has feet. But if sides have feet, then how come you've never seen a side wearing shoes?
2: No idea. You were the liar saying that sweet potato fries could walk a moment ago. No one else said sides could wear shoes.
0: Because sides don't need to wear shoes to cross because the shoes cross themselves. And once all of the shoes have crossed, then the side has experienced all the shoes that have stepped, and it remembers. Even though it has no memory, because the side was never even real. It was just a mirage, reflected through all of the shoes.
2: What the fuck are you even talking about, Detective? The sweet potato fries were not a mirage. I have ordered them before.
0: You mean you remember ordering them before. But what else do you remember? Do you remember the steps or only the side? Did you see the steps or just the shoes? And if you were to step a while in someone else's shoes, which would you see first? The side or the line? And more importantly, which would you respect? Oh, I have no idea.
2: God damn it, nobody does.
0: And that is fine. For there are far too few who do, but I already knew that. So listen up, citizens, because you're going to love how this one unfolds. Oh, except for you, Jimothy. You are in big trouble.
2: Hi, this is Ernie from the acclaimed podcast With Their Forces Combined The guys wanted me to thank you for listening to this week's episode If you liked the show, let them know You could tell your spirit hawk to leave a sign in the sky You could leave them a 5 star review You could follow them, you could subscribe to them You could share it with your animal friends Sew it to a squirrel Sew it to a dolphin it so to your friends, maybe your friends aren't squirrels and dolphins, I'm just adding a third option. Or if you really like it, you can throw them some gold on their Patreon. I know they have some extra episodes incoming soon. You can also reach them on Instagram at wtfc.podcast. Cory likes to post his art there, and you can even find some extra words of wisdom from Mr. Storyteller. Thank you.